Hello, and welcome to Wayward Witch, a pagan podcast. My name is Miranda, and I'll be guiding you along this journey to explore non-denominational witchcraft for the modern practitioner every Wednesday. You can find us on your preferred podcast provider, or by following the links on Twitter at WayWitchCast, or on Facebook and Instagram at WayWitchPodcast. Feel free to reach out for questions, concerns, or even just a chit-chat, as I do love to hear from all of you. Let's walk this path together. So with all the panic going on in, you know, everybody's life right now, um, I figured it would be wise, (laughs) I suppose, to go ahead and have a chat about how this pandemic with the the COVID-19 virus affects us and how we can continue our practice and how we could also do a little bit of disinfecting with our homes and and work with with plant stuff and all that fun stuff. Um, Today will obviously be a ramble cast. I do have my notes with me. I'm I'm barely awake. (laughs) So we can go ahead and move forward. The first thing I want to talk about is that I am not a licensed medical professional. I just happen to have the internet at my hands, and so do all of you listening in today, because I am streaming online. And that said, please, please, please look up the websites on the CDC if you're an American. I don't know what it is for other countries, um, but definitely check with your, your nation's disease control website, and also check with the World Health Organization, or WHO, um, to, to look up information on what we should do about that. Going about and reading memes or listening to podcasters like me, believing in conspiracy theories, and going about this in a very irrational way is not going to help you or your community. So we need to go ahead and tackle this basically with just social distancing. Stay six feet away from each other. Um, wash your hands. If you have a cough, stay inside. You know, kind of treat it like flu season because it's a virus. And they behave like the flu, which is another virus. So let's let's go ahead and continue on. Um, the differences between bacteria and viruses are vast. Um, so to assume that we can kill viruses or treat them with antibacterials and antibiotics is counterintuitive. The, the main difference between bacteria and viruses are that bacteria are much larger than viruses. And bacteria can live on their own. They don't need a host to live on. Um, They're kind of free-range little buggers. While viruses um, need a host to remain alive and active. Which means viruses can actually live inside of bacteria. So whenever we kill the bacteria, we kill the host, which kills the virus because it cannot live on its own. Which is why things like washing our hands is so very important. And to wash your hands for the allotted amount of time. And if you have hot water available to you, use hot water. Use it as hot as you can take it because that's actually going to break down the oils on your skin. Use lotion if your hands get too dry, but break down the oils on your skin, break everything down, wash your hands. Do not do it in cold water. Um, so some of the natural antibacterials that you can look into and that are pretty widely available for, for most of the people that I know um, are rosemary, oregano or oregano for all of you outside of the U.S., um, onion, garlic, and ginger. Ginger is also really good right now. Um, It kind of clears up the sinuses for those of you that are suffering with allergies. Um, 
just throw that in a tea. You can make a rosemary tea as well. Um, both teas are great with lemon, and lemon is loaded with vitamin C, so it supports the uh, the immune system. All citrus fruits do. So go ahead and make a tea out of that. Not all tea needs to have tea leaves. Just brew it, guys. <laughs> so you can boil these down. You can boil these down. All of the aforementioned things, and um, to release their oils and basically put it inside of a little spray bottle and fill that up with water and spray spray down your surfaces, your points of contact, um, to disinfect your surroundings. Um, you can distill the oils using a distillation process that you can find on YouTube and other sources depending on your learning per preference. Um, if, if you're more of a, a reading type of learner or you need to get your hands on something, obviously YouTube isn't going to be the way for you. I understand that it's the the most preferred of most people to watch it getting done because it's the closest thing we can get to you know using our own hands but there are a lot of ways that you can distill things at home without a complicated distillation system um i've seen people do it with a big pot and a brick and that seems to be pretty useful um and there are things that you can actually buy that make the distillation process that much more technical and yields better results um yeah, so you can also make tinctures and teas um, and so forth. I know I did I did just mention the tea aspect where you can steep these things in, in water and with whatever additives you want to add to make it taste better, but tinctures are a really good idea right now too, and we're making sort of concentrates of, of some things like... Um, I, I don't think concentrates of any of the aforementioned things would work, but I do know to alleviate some symptoms, um, a lot of people are going towards elderberry syrup in my neck of the woods. So you can definitely look into that. I know a lot of people swear by elderberry syrup. I personally swear by elderberry syrup, um, especially if you add cayenne to it. It tastes like butt. It don't taste good, but it'll cure what ails you. Um, it might be a placebo effect. I don't know. Again, I'm not a I'm not a medical professional. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys that I know better than your doctor, and you shouldn't tell you yourselves that you know better than your doctor. Um, whenever it comes to herbal medications and home remedies, with things like onion and garlic and oregano and basically everything on this list again, you can also ingest it more in your food. Um, add onions to whatever you're eating, saute them up. Um, you know, do that with a pork roast, because if you do eat meat, um, add it to a burrito bowl if you're vegan or vegetarian, um, you know, add, add onion and garlic to everything. It makes everything taste better anyway. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna have a stinky mouth, but if you make your partner eat it too, then they're gonna have a stinky mouth too, and it'll just negate itself. One of the things that I do want to add here is that whenever you are doing your research based on what kind of of local plant life and what kind of plant life you can buy at the store, whether in the form of, you know, the produce section or herbs and all that fun stuff, all the ingestibles, as, as you can consider it, I suppose, um, try to look through valid resources. 
just reading a an article or two about you know how white sage is going to cure us all or palo santo is going to cure us all and just burn this or that and you're going to be immune to everything like we we really shouldn't be approaching it from that type of viewpoint i understand the comfort that we take in in ritualistic practice and that's totally different but if you're actually looking to heal and protect your body we need to go about this a scientific way we need to go about it in a way that has been tried and tested and true and has some resources to back it up and explaining all the compounds and these different herbs and, and foods and all that fun stuff um we really need to to be um clear-headed and um yeah we we need to be very very aware of what we're doing right now i'm not saying that you know this this plague as i'm going to now reference it as the pandemic the plague um I'm not saying that it's going to kill us all, and I understand that it only has a 16% infection rate and an 80% survival rate, but there are a lot of people that do have compromised immune systems, and we have the elderly, we have very small, you know, children that we really need to, to worry about during this time. While you may be okay and you are totally healthy, you might be a carrier and pass that on to somebody who will not survive this. So that's why it's so important that we, we approach this from a scientific standpoint while also, you know, incorporating some of our faith into it. Because I understand that faith gives us hope. So what can we do while we're quarantined? I know a lot of us are on lockdown, um, unless we are essential employees, which to those of you who are working tirelessly in our grocery stores, in our hospitals, in all of the places that don't get a break from this, that are facing the brunt of people's chaos and panic, um, we're all very grateful for you. And I am so sorry you have to deal with the absolute crazies. Um, I've seen some of you at work um, and it's been absolutely terrifying. So yeah, shout out to you guys for being absolute bosses during this time. Um, but for those of us that are stuck home, which I'm always stuck home, I'm shut in, I guess. <laughs> you you could do things like starting an indoor herb garden. Um, for those of you, I, I've known this for quite a while, but I feel like it's not common knowledge. Um, for those of you who are on EBT or SNAP benefits, which is most commonly known as food stamps, um, here in the U.S., you can buy food-grade seeds like herbs, fruits, and vegetables using your benefits because growing your own food is considered a form of feeding yourself. So that will pay for it. I'm not saying go out and spend, you know, your entire budget on seeds that aren't going to produce for another, you know, month or two or three. Um, but go ahead and, and start an indoor herb garden if you want to. Create, make that part of your practice. Um, it's, it's always good to get our hands in the dirt and to make things grow, part of the creation process. Um, it also kind of focuses on the destruction process as well, because it is one big cycle. You know, things live and things die, and we get to watch and experience that and be thankful for, you know, the harvest and whatnot. Um, you can also clean and cleanse your altar and disinfect with the, all the means that I had mentioned before, you know, if you make your own disinfectant, you can use that on your altar. Um, I know that I personally don't like using chemical cleaners on my altar. Um, I feel like it kind of, you know, junks up the vibe, yo. So, <laughs> yeah, you can you can take this time to clean and cleanse your altar. 
Um, be mindful of anybody in your home that may have asthma or any other breathing problems, especially if you are in a household that does have a COVID-19 positive um, case. Um, if you are unable to smudge, you can do things, well, smudge, smoke cleanse. Um, I know a lot of you refer to it as smudging. Again, as I mentioned in a previous episode, um, I try not to use that term anymore because it only personally, it, it only particularly relates to, um, the Native American practice or indigenous altogether practice. Um, but for us, it's, it's smoke cleansing unless you've been handed those traditions and, and rituals down. Um. But yeah, if you if you can't smoke cleanse in your home, you can actually make um, a spray, like a a room mist, if you will, using whatever personal preference you have, whether that's white sage that everybody loves so much or, you know, lavender, rosemary, whatever. I personally find that the best way to get rid of negative energies out of my home is to open the windows real wide and just clean the crap out of my house. Um put salt down on your floors if you have hardwood and sweep it all up. Um, use that time as a moment of reflection and of setting intention. Um, you know, imagine that you're actually sweeping up all of the negativity that is brooding your house for so long and get that out. Um, put it in the trash where it belongs or bury it if you want to be super ritualistic about it. Um, but you can, you can cleanse your, your home by sweeping it. If you have carpets, um, I would be a little more careful using that method. Um, I personally use baking soda in my carpets just to kind of deodorize and stuff. So you can you can add essential oils and herbs and whatnot and, you know, vacuum things up with the same intention as sweeping. I also want to mention here that nowhere on the CDC and, and WHO websites, the WHO websites, um, does it say that we should not open our windows. The, the virus isn't going to magically sneak into our windows without a host nearby. We have to remember that the virus needs a host. Um, so go ahead, swing your windows wide open, let some fresh air in, let some let some sunlight in. You know, we, we need a little bit of sunlight every day in order to kind of keep the sads away. It does promote, you know, happier thoughts and serotonin production. Um, not that you should stop taking your meds and go, oh, all I need is sunlight, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you get the idea. Um, so yeah, definitely clean out your house, do a little bit of spring cleaning, keep yourself a little bit active. I'll actually be doing that today. Um, you can also create new spells and prayers during this time. You're probably going to have a lot of downtime. So your craft will become so much better when you personalize it. You know, and you can... You can do a lot of research into that about what kind of ways you can personally do it that would be most beneficial to you, whether you want to rhyme it or not, whether you want to write it in the runic alphabet or not. Um, I I honestly just write little things on a piece of paper. I add a little bit of profanity if I'm wicked mad and go about it that way. <laughs> so take this time to kind of pull back and... Um, Try not to rely so much on other people's material that's already just been kind of copy-pasted into everybody's life at this point. I personally always found it a little strange that whenever we do pray to our deities or the spirits that we're working with, or even to the Earth if you're pantheist, well, Earth slash universe, um, I, always, I always found it a little weird that we're not being genuine with them. 
because we're just using other people's stuff. We're not bringing it from our inner selves. And while we may, um, we may relate to the content material that we're using. It is not from ourselves. So maybe take the time to kind of get into that groove right now. Um, you'll definitely notice a huge difference in, in the results of all of your, your rituals and daily crafting. You can also get into kitchen witchcraft at this point if you haven't already. Um, go ahead and experiment with your food and quit relying on boxed crap to feed yourselves and get back to working with your hands and creating good, nourishing food that feeds the body and the soul. Um, I was actually really surprised whenever I had ventured out in the, into the great unknown um, and went to the grocery store and noticed that the foods were bare. The, the walls, not the walls, the shelves were bare of things like boxed pasta, um, ramen, chicken breast and like anything that had microwave directions on it was completely gone um anything that was you know standard i can cook this in five minutes and be okay was completely gone but there was so much fresh produce and a lot of it was marked down i got avocados for 50 cents a piece um in missouri that's kind of crazy they're usually like a dollar or two um I got fresh avocados and, you know, I got, I got the ingredients to make a whole big gallon of tzatziki sauce, which is almost completely gone now. Um, like it's, I understand that a lot of people don't want to get into kitchen witchcraft because a lot of us have this notion that eating stuff that doesn't already come with microwave directions or pre-prepared, um, we think that it's so much more expensive when in reality it's not. Um, it's way, way cheaper to cook your own food and to work with the basics. As a matter of fact, you can make your own pasta for pennies and it cooks so much quicker and it tastes so much better. And there are thousands, if not millions of videos on the internet as a whole that will teach you how to make homemade pasta. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like three ingredients. I want to say it's water, flour, and egg, and that's it. And you can even, if you are vegan or vegetarian, you can even go the the non-egg route. I'm sure there are recipes for that as well. Um, so if, if you're sticking with pasta, you can go about it that way. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go on a whole rant about food if I allow myself to. So go ahead and, and check your stores and pay a little closer attention to to your produce aisle, to your fresher foods, um, and notice how much cheaper they are in comparison to, you know, the $4 box of, I don't know, whatever microwavable food you're making. Kitchen witchcraft is always kind of interesting to me, too, like in a theoretical sense and in practice. Um, I think I would be lying to myself if I said I didn't dabble in kitchen witchcraft because it is the easiest way in my in my book and in, in my personal experience to work with, quote, white witchcraft, um, end quote. <laughs> but to it, it, you can you can bless the food and you put so much work and and love into a dish and you're giving it to somebody and that you can tell it has an effect on people. Um, people definitely appreciate and and get something just spiritually um, out of out of a home cooked meal that was made 
out of out of the kindness of of your heart so if you haven't tried it yet and i assume most of you had tried it already definitely give it a try um don't approach it in frustration if you're not um an experienced cook obviously don't start out with things like souffles and and you know roux and stuff like that roux are very hard guys <laughs> but start off with the with the simple things try to figure out what you can do to kind of make everything stretch i call it making magic out of canned goods it's a lyric from atmosphere if you haven't listened to atmosphere definitely give them a listen but um yeah yeah I'm so sorry for rambling today, guys. I know I had also just mentioned that the the World Health Organization and the CDC doesn't explicitly say that you have to stay inside of your walls 24-7. If you don't share a yard with a crap ton of people or there's nobody in your yard, go outside. Get, get a little bit of fresh air. I actually just tended my garden the other day because nobody is in my yard. Um, I do know that, especially here in the Midwest... Um, we've been facing a lot of storms here lately. It's spring. It happens. Um, so we have a lot of branches in our yard and I can use those for my crafting. I can use those for ritual. I can use those for so many different things, you know, even out of, of faith related, you know, stuffities. Um, you can use them for DIY crafts. You can make wall decorations if you wanted to make little picture hangers and stuff. Um, get your hands dirty, go outside. Go look at things. That's that's why so many of you are so grumpy right now. You haven't seen sunshine in like eight days. Another thing you can do is you can take a ritual bath. You can make your own bath salts to add to them. Um, you basically just use essential oils and Epsom salt. And you get to become the potion, my guys. <laughs> you can also work on your grimoires, your books of shadows, your spell books, whatever you want to call it. Um... Which leads me to the next one, which is research. Do a whole lot of research in this time. I know I'm always preaching about research, but really, do your research. I know a lot of you have complained so much that you don't have time to research as you spend 18 hours a day on Instagram. Um, now you don't have an excuse. If you are quarantined and you're shut down in your house, congratulations. You have time to do a little bit of research. Um, whether that's listening to me, picking up a couple of other pagan podcasts, um, or my, my favorite way, joining a Reddit board, because <laughs> then you get to actually trade ideas with one another and see what does and doesn't work. And you get to see how some things just really are, are just really bad. <laughs> all in all, I really like Reddit as a as a system to kind of communicate with other pagans and, and witches and stuff like that. Um, because I like the social aspect of it. I think it's good to also keep myself in check. I do get a little in my own head and, uh, and tend to think there's no other way to do it, but my way as, as many of us do, we get to that point at some point. Um, but Reddit kind of gives me the opportunity to be a little more communal with my workings and, Whenever a lot of you are dealing with this social distancing aspect of things, you can tend to feel a little bit lonely. So connecting with other witches in a controlled environment like Reddit is a really good idea. Another thing you can do during the shut-in time is to not panic. Um, I have been in a plethora of phone calls where people are panicking. You know who you are. <laughs> um, and in all honesty, 
I know this sounds very uh, crazy of me, um, very tinfoil hatty, but uh, quit watching the news. I'm not saying stay um, stay uninformed, not not at all. Um, I I personally think people should read the news instead, because whenever we're watching the news and we're consuming it, you know, essentially from the horse's mouth, we're getting very opinionated aspects of things, and we're not getting the black and white. Um, I know there's things going on over here in the U.S. Um, that are totally different than the rest of the world. Um, that includes our government and financing, and a lot of people are getting angry about that because instead of actually going to the source and reading things, um, they're watching you know this side or that side get mad and yell and scream at each other. And honestly, it's not doing anybody any good. And um, apparently, on the news, um, it's it's kind of haunting to watch people worry and whenever you watch people worry it makes you worry and it's this big cycle effect um whenever you read the news you take away that aspect of things you don't get lost in the hysteria as it were um you can be very analytical about things you can be very separated from them um and look at things from a uh how to how to put it from a from a non-reactive standpoint uh, it, it's kind of hard to, to be mad whenever nobody's screaming on TV to get you that way. I personally haven't watched the news in six years. Um, I don't care to. I, I don't care to have TV in my house. Um, don't get me wrong, like, I'm, I'm a Netflix junkie just like everybody else, and I spend endless hours on YouTube. I consume all the media in the world, but, uh, I'm not gonna pay $400 a month for, to listen to a whole bunch of people on the screen yell and scream at each other and cause panic with, with my communities. It's, it's not good enough. So yeah, definitely just go read your news, quit, quit watching that stuff. It's only making you feel worse. It's only making you scared. Um, yeah, quit that. <laughs> um, but most importantly, during this time, stay the hell home. If if you can stay home, stay home. If you are an essential worker and you don't have that option, you're. I'm, I'm not telling you to stay home. I'm not telling you to give up your paycheck and become a, a vagrant by any means. But if you have the option, stay home. Um, it's cool if you think you won't catch it, or if you do, you'll be okie dokie. Like, I, I know that if I catch it, I'm going to be co- totally fine, but I'm still in my house self-quarantining because what's most important is that you don't put others who won't survive it at risk. And let me let me humor the conspiracy theorists that think it's a hoax or it's not that bad. Um, what's the actual harm of staying home? <laughs> what's the harm in complying with the CDC and, and World Health Organization? What is there to lose if you stay home, wash your hands, and be bored for a few weeks? I know I won't die, but my mom will. My best friends could, because here's to you, Yip and Billy. Um, my inherited female spawn could. My elderly family members could. My priestess could. If there is a possibility that my boredom can save my loved ones, I'm going to be bored. <laughs> I, I don't think that my life is way more important than, than other people's. And I think I've been seeing that a lot here lately where people are like, I don't need to be quarantined. I don't care if I don't feel good. It's not contagious. That's from the government. Like, no, stay home. Please stay home. Um, 
I, I know that a lot of a lot of people have been saying that it's not that bad here, and it's not that bad here because we've taken great precautions. And for that, I'm very thankful for my community about it. Um, but I, I don't know if y'all are, are paying attention, but Italy is on the brink of collapse, and they're not a third world country. Um, and that's because people don't listen. People People decide that they're better than a virus because we can outsmart a virus, which we can. But we can't do that if we're going to be dumb about things. So, yeah. Stay home. Um, I'm, I'm getting close to being done. I know this is a long one today. <laughs> um, so, I want to I wanna be sure to push the agenda that we do not choose faith over science. Um, I think, personally, that, you know, me being a theistic pagan, you know, I, I believe in deities and stuff like that. Um, and, and I believe that, you know, my gods have, have created things on this planet for us. And I think it would be extremely stupid of me to think that they put those, they put those plants on the planet to not be modified later on in life to, to work better. Um, yeah, your, there's no antiviral plant out there. There's not a plant that can kill a virus. There's there's so many things that you cannot do. Prayer will not heal you. Prayer will make you feel better, but it will not heal you. Um, ritual and and spells will will not cure anybody that becomes problematic. So we definitely need to be level-headed about this and take medical medical advice if if you are receiving it. Um, then yeah, <laughs> sorry. If if you receive medical advice, then you need to go ahead and take that. You you need to make that a you need to let that take precedence over over your religion. Because whenever we don't keep our religion in check, and we put in check, and we put that um we put that on a higher pedestal than we do medical science, um that's whenever we become problematic. Um, I mean, and, and we're already becoming problematic because I see that happening pretty often. Um, don't don't be one of those people. <laughs> wash your damn hands. <laughs> please wash your damn hands. Um, please wash your hands. I know that this seems so so minor. Um, but I don't I don't think people wash their hands enough. Like if you're at home and you ain't touching anybody else and you want to live in your own filth, that's fine. Um, before you ever go out in public and you're around other people, wash your hands. Wash it for 20 seconds or longer. I personally sing Holla Bat Girl or the rapping portion from the song Look at That Ass by Mark... How, how do I pronounce this? Rabie? Yeah, Mark Rabie. Um, great song, if you haven't heard it. <laughs> but if, if you can't count and you get too bored counting because you have a child brain like I do, go ahead and sing a song. Use hot water. I know I've already mentioned that. Use hot water wash your hands please wash your hands um and with that i also want to remind everybody that uh all soap is antibacterial i don't know if you guys know that you don't have to get just the regular schmegular orange stuff um all soap is antibacterial so go ahead and get your pretty smelling crap if you want to which it, i mean is bad for your skin but we all want to smell pretty um you know if if you dry out too bad use lotion just be be a little sanitary guys <laughs> but yeah yeah uh science rocks wash your hands all soap is antibacterial that's the psa for the day mm -hmm.
I know that today's episode was a bit of a long one. Um, I do try to keep them pretty short for commutes and stuff like that, but um, I figure since a lot of us are on quarantine right now, um, not a lot of you are commuting. Um, I'd also, I was on a phone call last night and was told that there, that this person, um, feels a little bit calmer and all the panic whenever I ramble on and talk too much. So this one's for you. Um, but every episode is brought to you by Gina S. Um, I'm still not sure if I'm supposed to drop your last name, but I'll go ahead and leave it like that. You know who you are and you're incredible. And she made a comment on, on the Facebook page, um, Thank you so much for donating to Patreon. If you want to donate to my Patreon, link's over on Facebook. I'm not going to drill it into your heads. Um, I know that I said that I was going to do the interview with my friend Sarah. We are still working on that. (laughs) There's a lot of questions. Um, And during the birthday trip, we did not have a lot of time because we were jam-packing it full of all sorts of just strange activities. And it was so wonderful. Um loved it. I had a blast. <laughs> I we we went to a cat shelter and well, an animal shelter altogether and got to stay inside of a room full of like 30 cats that just crawled all over me and it was it was fantastic. Um yeah, my birthday rocked. <laughs> I'm not going to go on too much about that and bore you guys with my my birthday activities. Um I, I understand that everybody's a little bit scared during this time. Um, I do want to remind you that it's okay to lean on faith. It's okay to find hope and peace through faith. You know, if, if you're having a rough day, um, take some time for prayer. Take take some time for ritual or meditation or whatever you, you can do to make yourself feel a little bit better. Um, I, I personally just... I I have a weird relationship with my deities. You know, there's there's a lot of hey bro, what's up <laughs> kind of conversations going on. Um but, you know, do do whatever you can to stay calm during this this time. I do know that it's rough. I do know that uh we're all scared about things like uh shortages of of food and necessities and a lot of you are really worried about, you know, whether you're gonna have a job tomorrow. Um, I know quite a few people that have, you know, faced layoffs during this time and it's absolutely terrifying. So out of, out of all the things, take some time to, to find peace, to sit back and not get too lost in, in all the chaos. Um, but I've, I've rambled long enough. Um, at the end of the day, never forget witchlings. Be kind, be brave, be unstoppable. I'll see you next time.